0: What's up? Welcome into Best on the Board, presented by BetMGM. It is Sunday, April 3rd. Final Four is behind us, and we are now looking ahead to the national championship game between Kansas and North Carolina. Michael Beller and Austin Mock here with you to talk through that game, but first, Austin what a Final Four Saturday. Kansas-Villanova, sort of as expected, but we got everything and then some that we wanted out of Duke and UNC.
1: Yeah, Kansas, uh, Kansas-Villanova, like, I know Kansas kept them at arm's length the whole game, but Villanova made a couple, you know, runs to make it. Like, I don't even know if they got it below six. Um, I don't think so. Like, out, outside of the couple minutes. But, like, yeah. it still felt like, I don't know, Kansas was one, like, really bad stretch away from that game. Like, kind of you know being in super in doubt but every time Villanova made that run down to 6 or 7 Kansas literally like immediately answered back with what seemed like it was always five straight like immediately we were back to 10 11 um in that range so that game was fun for like kind I don't want to say blowout but like for not having a ton of drama it was still fun mm-hmm. but man Duke UNC um we we're talking before the show that was like peak sports right there <laughs> like I don't care it what was. sport you're watching for the two, two and a half hours that that was last night. Just the haymakers being thrown. The rivalry aspect. I know the Coach K, you know, last game thing. But, like, the game itself was just big shot after big shot. Everything you could ask for in a, in a college basketball game.
0: <clears throat> it was a sort of game where, like, if there were no rivalry aspect whatsoever, no, you know, all-time coach retiring aspect to it, that that could have been absent. It could have been, And it was still just a great game. And then you put Duke-UNC... Potentially Coach K's last game. Now we know it was Coach K's last game. All You throw that all on top of the game that we got and just, it's an all-timer. Absolutely an all-timer.
1: Yeah. I, like uh, It's game of the tournament without those names like, added to it. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. <laughs> when you throw in the names, the rivalry, the storylines, everything that goes with it, just I mean, Caleb Love down the stretch was just like, that is obviously they haven't won a championship, but like that's like a championship esque performance right there mm-hmm. to, to really, basically push them through. Like the last three, he hit with what twenty seconds left, was just like, yeah, over Williams. Just that that was just awesome. Just oh, just, just a fantastic game from start to finish. Like it was never. It really. What was the biggest lead? Like maybe seven, yeah. eight.
0: So yeah, maybe something. I like think, like off the top of my head, I can't remember. But I it think was, what
1: Duke made that run at the start of the second half. And then uh, yeah. North Carolina came back with like 11-0 or 14 or 11-0 run, I think it was, or maybe it was more than that 14-0. I don't know. I think they went up like six or seven. Like, but I don't remember. Yeah. After that run, it was like maybe five, maybe six. Yeah,
0: it was. Yeah, the game was played in like an eight-point window for the last. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Duke's largest lead was seven points, and UNC's was six.
1: Yeah, I mean that's so come on. <laughs> it literally, <laughs> it literally doesn't get better. Like it's almost impossible to have. A game closer than that uh, yeah, but, yeah. Like, The entire game like the thrill excitement like there was the back and forth like duke would take a lead north carolina would take a lead it was like it wasn't like one team was trying to claw back the whole time or anything like that there were just it was it was everything you wanted um in a, in a college basketball in sports in general any any sporting yeah. event that was that was that was it <clears throat> mm.
0: It was an awesome game and has us set up for hopefully what's going to be a great championship game between Kansas and North Carolina. Let's break it down from our betting perspectives here, Austin, Kansas. That familiar number that we've been talking about for a week now. Four and a half point favorites, 152 and a half the total in this game. Kansas is a one, minus 190 on the money line. North Carolina plus 155. So basically the exact same numbers we were looking at for Duke, North Carolina, are the numbers that we are looking at for Kansas, North Carolina. Uh, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you've run the numbers what is the uh numbers telling you with this matchup coming about 24 hours from now
1: yeah i make it four um so i'm it's kind of unfortunate i'm not really gonna have anything um i don't expect this number to really go anywhere like Mm -hmm. i I think we had like it for for maybe 10 minutes last night we had a kansas minus three and a half that was bet up um maybe there's some late money on north carolina here just from like a close game factor they're playing great I, i don't know but it's hard. I make the total one fifty one and a half, though. So I think it was one fifty three yesterday. So I'm not surprised to see a little bit towards the under. That is scary, though. From this, both of these teams will like if if the game allows it. Both teams would like to run, mm-hmm. uh, yep. which would could you know like look at Duke and uh, UNC last night. That game started out really slow from a from a shooting perspective, and then basically the last it seemed like thirty minutes were just lights out. So same yeah. thing could happen here. From a matchup perspective, it's 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 interesting because it's going to come down to, I think, Baycott's health. Um, if he's not, you know, if his ankle swells up like crazy over the next, you know, 36 mm-hmm. hours, whatever it is, um, <clears throat> then, you know, McCormick's going to be able to kind of open things up for them and, and the offensive glass is going to be open for Kansas. But if Baycott's there and he's good, he's just an incredible rebounder he had 20 plus again last night uh, against Duke. Um, that can really I don't want to say slow down Kansas's offense but it's kind of one of those things where if Kansas is also getting offensive rebounds, you're you're not stopping them. like the, the, the mm-hmm. offense is just too good. So Baycott's health is going to be the big thing for me. I, I subjectively lean North Carolina because I if Baycott's good to go, I think they kind of match up pretty well here. Uh, more so than, say, Villanova did. I thought Villanova matched up poorly, even if Moore would have played. Um, so I, I have a subjective lean towards North Carolina. I guess I have a small lean towards North Carolina because the lines are four and a half right now. But uh, pretty close to to what this market is. So right now I'm probably not going to have anything on this game.
0: <clears throat> Do we think that – I mean, like you said, both these teams, if the game allows, are going to want to run. They're going to want to get out. They're going to want to play fast. That's the, that's the style of these two teams. And look at the great effect that they've played that to it's when two teams want to do that and when two teams have the shot makers that these teams have and are going as well offensively as these, as these two teams are going in the tournament it feels almost too simple to say that like we're going to get that sort of game but it, subjectively it feels like that's the sort of game that we are going to get
1: yeah it, it's tough because it's like you know one team could just decide like all right they're better at playing fast than we are you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that like i don't like you'd say you could i could paint the angle of like Hubert Davis saying, like, all right, with Baycott's ankle, pick our spots. You know, like, if we get out and run and we have numbers, go. Like, go, go, go. But if we don't, like, let's slow it down. Let's not try to get – they also don't play a lot of people. <laughs> you know, right, right. very short bench. I think they had, like, basically – you're, you're basically – they're playing five and a half guys. You know, uh, what is it? Johnson will come off the bench. I think he played nine mm-hmm. minutes last night. And nine I, minutes, I think yep. two of them beca- were because of, what, Baycott's injury. Uh-huh. Um or he would have been at like six or seven. So I don't know. I think like North Carolina is more likely to slow it down. Um, It's just, it's interesting style because like Kansas will literally, they'll they'll like shot out of a cannon. They'll go, even though their tempo is technically slower. I I feel like I'd lean towards North Carolina wanting to slow it down more just Mm -hmm. because they're a little thinner. Um, Like, I don't think they want to go like full track meet for 40 minutes um, one because of foul trouble, we saw that huge in the Duke UNC game. We actually saw it in the Villanova game with McCormick getting his two fouls, and Villanova made their run with him on the bench. Um, you know th- that's going to be huge. Is, is McCormick and in- Baycott foul trouble? You know maybe North Carolina wants to play less possessions to because uh, of how <laughs> basically they only play their starters.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that that I think that's a great point. It all comes to this. All of this is still coming back to. Baycott's health really being the story here, and we like he's gonna play, right? I mean, like we know he's gonna be out there, but it's sort of it's this great unknowable that makes it hard to bet on this game because that like right? I mean, no Baycott, maybe North Carolina does slow it down. No Baycott, who fills those minutes? This is a team that does not play a ton of guys. No Baycott, McCormick should have a field day at least on paper against the North Carolina defense. Like so many of these things, all point back to. What is Armando Baycott's itself? And like we're we're just we're not going to know. We're, yeah. He's we I I feel comfortable sitting here. It is three ten p.m. on Sunday afternoon in the Central Time Zone. As I am saying this, I feel comfortable sitting here saying right now he's going to play, but we have no idea how well how effective he could be. One hundred percent could yeah. have been a mild sprain. He could be totally fine tomorrow, or this could be a, a horrible sprain that he is limping through. In the game, it's just we have no way of knowing what this is going to look like, and so it, it makes it a hard game to bet because without knowing that, you can't really be too sure about what either team's going to be looking like. here.
1: Yeah, it's also too like it, there's only I don't want to say there's only one person because Lightfoot when he comes in can can crash the boards as well. But like mm-hmm. outside of McCormick, it's not like Kansas has a ton of guys like crashing the offensive boards too. You know, like. It, I, I'm fascinated by this matchup because I think <laughs> I don't want to say they're clones of each other. Kansas is obviously deeper, but like I, I like Kansas is not going to be able to go into McCormick. What do, what do you have against Villanova like 26 or something like that? Like he was something like that, yeah. Abaji was fantastic. Obviously, when you go six to seven from three, you're gonna mm-hmm. you know light it up. But like that was just a crazy shooting effort. Like he didn't have many points outside of those shots. Like it wasn't like I actually thought Villanova guarded him decently well. He just mm-hmm. Like he wasn't even hitting the rim on a lot of, like he was just on one yesterday. McCormick was yep. the guy that was just killing him. So if Baycott's healthy and can kind of slow down that inside attack for, for Kansas. And when I said like the offensive rebounding and, and limiting those extra shots, you know, I think it's, it's kind of equal. Like who has the better guard play? Like last night, you know, Williams and Baycott, I don't want to like, I know Williams didn't play much, but they had fantastic minutes from John when he was out was, the guard play like UNC's guards were better than Dukes. Like that was, that's what it came. They made, they made more shots. Davis made the shots in the first half. Mm -hmm. Love made the shots in the second half. I think that's kind of how this game goes. If Baycott's healthy is who basically love and Davis, um, can, can they hit the, can they hit their shots more so than, you know, Abaji, he's kind of had an up and down tournament. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of in a weird tournament for him for being, you know, the star. Um, Mm -hmm. but, it's, it's, it's going to be who's going to hit, again, who's going to come down and hit these shots if, if both the big men kind of cancel each other out? <clears throat>
0: We do have some props available, as you and I are sitting talking about this on BetMGM. Right now, it's just point props. Um, we, we did pretty well with our props, Austin, in the Final Four. You gave out uh, RJ Davis and his point prop over. That sailed past. Uh, I give out Christian Brown, having more than one and a half threes. Had zero threes until about five minutes left in the game. And then, bang, bang, <laughs> couple back-to-back possessions. Hits a couple of threes. So, uh, feeling good about our props from uh, Saturday. Uh, again, just points available uh, so far right now on BetMGM. Obviously, assists, rebounds, threes, that'll all be available by the time most of you are listening to this and certainly by the time the game's uh, getting closer. But uh, we could talk about some of these point props. Anything uh, that is available right now jumping out at you is something that might be interesting. We sort of talked ourselves into the two props we ended up backing and (laughs) and those came through for us. So maybe we can do that again here.
1: Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. I'm looking at the guards um, for North Carolina. I I, – it was easy in the Duke game because I knew – that I liked North Carolina more than the market did. So there was going to be some easy, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say easy value, but easy to find where the value was going to lie. And I, I thought Williams being the only good defender for Duke, that the guards could uh, really um, open up that game. And that's exactly what happened. Like, you know, I sound great now because hindsight 2020, but that's <laughs> it, it went, if I can if I can do that for this game, I'll sound great again. But it's going to come down to Davis and Love. And and, and I'm kind of looking at both of their... Uh, Point totals because again, I think McCormick and Baycott are going to kind of equal each other out. I always go back to Manic is like the X factor for them for UNC. If he is on, you basically can't guard them. There's just too many shot makers out there. Manic did not play well, in my mm-hmm. opinion, last night, although he did. It seemed like he had five like above average plays last night, and they a
0: couple of big three that one big well, I was three say, late I, in the second half. Like he had
1: a couple blocks too. I think he had three. Uh-huh. And two of them are against Bancaro, if I remember correctly. But, like, it seemed like every time Manic made a good play, it was, like, huge high leverage. Like, he, he came up in these huge moments, like that one three where he had his uh, heels up in the corner, which was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I think Kansas knows that, and they'll, they'll go uh, focus in on him. I, I don't think they're going to be like, oh, he didn't play well against Duke. He's not going to play well again. Like, shut him down and make Davison Love kind of run it and that that's that's the strategy like i think duke's strategy was fine you just kind of hope love and davis didn't go off and they each had a half where they mm-hmm. went like oh, i think Dave, what davis had 14 in the first half love had 21 in the second half like <clears throat> you know yeah, what they you both hit their prop totals in one yeah in one half, so yeah. I think that. And be, wait, wait,
0: wait, they, they were just making shots too. It wasn't like Duke was like. I mean, we you know, Duke. We talked about this defense a lot, and it's not you know nothing to write home about. But it's not like they were playing horrible defense. These guys were just making shots. Yeah, it wasn't like nothing, they were wide no, open. Layup. No there's, good defense against shot makers. Yeah, there was
1: a bunch of. They, they got him in the pick and roll, and and they basically. Mm-hmm. I thought Hubert Davis was smart. He got um, he was getting a switch, and definitely in the second half, right away in the early possession, and then he would go into the office, which which helped him out. And again, that's the guard play. It all start like Baycott is not a guy that you're gonna wanna like throw the ball in the post and just let him go to work. That's not how this UNC uh offense works. And you know, I always go back to these games, guard play is huge. So I am looking at Davis and Love. Um <clears throat> I, I like I lean Davis more because you know, Love has the the second half. It's like a little bit maybe mm-hmm. he's a little overshaded and I, I think Davis is the key. And also, depending on how much R- Remy Martin plays, from a guard standpoint, I think they both kind of uh, match up pretty well against him so I'll be attacking those guards I haven't put anything in yet I need to think about what I want to do but I'll be I'll be going for those two um, at their point totals
0: yeah R.J. Davis is uh, at least on, on BetMGM right now you've got R.J. Davis at 13 and a half is the number to go over plus 105 unders minus 130 and then uh, Caleb Love is 15 and a half over minus 120 under minus 105 so, uh, so R.J. Davis also I think for that reason uh, a little bit more uh, appealing as well if you were if you were focusing in on one of them. But yeah, the the guards are again are going to be where we're looking. Maybe um, uh, d- do you do you play the speculation game with Baycott and maybe not being a hundred percent? David McCormick eleven and a half is his total here. If Baycott's not a hundred percent, does McCormick have an outsized role for Kansas? Do you want to roll those dice here? It's tough. Um, it's unknowable because again, like. If you go back to the Villanova, he
1: just had, like, a size advantage, right? Like, even if right, Baycott's not right. 100%, I don't know if it's, like – it's not just, like, you can just dump it into him and, like, he'll get easy uh-huh. you know, easy buckets. Um, so that kind of makes me worried. Like, my – I guess my worry with his impact on the game is more on the offensive glass, which obviously can lead to easy buckets. But, mm-hmm. you know, if they're longer rebounds, he gets them. He maybe passes them back out. So, I, like, he, he's only hit that number – twice in the tournament. One was against Villanova, which is a ridiculous matchup advantage, and then the other one obviously mm-hmm. Miami. So he's trending in the right direction if you will, but I don't know. It's just the uh, I don't know. Like what do you what do you think? Do you think <laughs> like is is it somewhere you want to attack? No, it's not. <laughs> I
0: it's, it's a fun, it's a fun conversation yeah. point as we're hunting for like every, you know, we're not going to get to gamble on a college basketball game again for <laughs> Like six months here, six and a half, seven months. So like, want to find all the angles we can, but no, I like it's 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 way too speculative. And and again, it's another one of those things that comes back to the unknowable factor of Armando Baycott. Yeah, like if Baycott's
1: hundred percent, I can totally see like McCormick. I don't want to say never, but like basically not being a factor like in the post up game. Like I think he's going to be a factor in the glass and everything, but I, I can't see. If Baycott's good to go, I can't see them just like, oh, hey, let's dump it into McCormick and let him go to work. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's, like, that's when I'm going these, who's going to get more usage than expected? And it really is difficult for me to see McCormick getting that. That's why I like the UNC guards. I think, you know, it's going to be on them. I think Mannix, their X Factor. I think Kansas is going to try to equalize him as best they can. So these guards are going to have to, uh, they're going to get up a a lot of shots. And the same thing on the other side. I don't think Baycott, injury or not, is going to, you know, be lighting it up from the post game mm-hmm. uh, against McCormick. So, just basically avoiding the bigs there, um, and 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 yeah, I don't I don't want anything to do with the two bigs mm-hmm. in this game because of Baycott's injury.
0: <clears throat> All right, last word. You already said nothing in yet. Uh, you have slight shades towards North Carolina and the under. Um, I assume you're going to make a bet because, as I said, this is the last time we're going to. Uh, so it's not going to be one that you you necessarily uh, feel great about, but ultimately. What's the play for you? And, you know, this is a gambling show, but it's the national championship. Who do you think wins regardless of the line? Um, I I think Kansas
1: wins. I have them favored. Like, I'm not going to go against my model. They're more likely to win. Um, I do, like, from what I'm on, like, in this scenario, biggest game of the year, right? You, you know, you kind of want to just have some fun action, you know, a smaller bet. Yeah. I, I do think I want to be on North Carolina. Uh, even with the Baycott injury, I think maybe you have a slight, uh, you know, overinflated line that if he's healthy and good to go, I think it helps that he was out for like two minutes and then came back in. Like, I think that kind of shows that maybe, again, I don't know what he's going to be 24, 36 hours after the game, but um, I think there might be value there. And, and if I'm looking from a subjective standpoint of my model, who am I, I guess, undervaluing? It's not Kansas. Um, I have Kansas as one of the best teams in the country. It's North Carolina. Like I, I really think you can throw out the first half of this team's um, mm-hmm. like data this year because they just like weren't clicking. Hubert Davis said it. You know, it was kind of like we're still figuring who we were, um, f- just figuring these things out. And outside of this weird loss to Pitt, where they just had a bad night shooting, and Pitt had a good night shooting since the since like the start of February, they've only lost to Duke and Virginia Tech in the in the ACC championship game. So like this team's been rolling. Maybe my model's underrating. I'll, I'll be I'll be trying to pick off any you know North Carolina prices that I think are favorable, and ultimately I'll probably end up on North Carolina in some form because I already have the Kansas plus one eighty to win it all. Sure, I'll probably hop on uh, North Carolina just to kind of give me a a win win situation, a little bit of a
0: hedge. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Certain, it's it's certainly the the right betting way to go, and I'm on that Kansas plus 180. So I probably end up making my way there also. But you know, if uh, if this is a situation where like what am I really what am I really feeling, I, I think Kansas is just going to be a, a touch too much, especially with a less than 100% Bay cut. Um, at least what, what we're assuming to be a less than 100% Bay That thin bench already as it is. It's sort of like what we talked about with you know Villanova and having to lean on guys in you know big minutes that just. I mean, haven't played those minutes really this season, and certainly not recently. And I think North Carolina could end up getting into a similar sort of trouble against Kansas. I think Kansas is a touch better to start off with, and just in a better spot, more depth. They can do a whole lot of things. Um, I think Kansas again, not 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 betting Kansas minus four and a half. If forced to pick, I would probably I would I would lean in the direction of Kansas being able to ultimately uh, have this game at arm's length, salted away with some free throws cover the four and a half. I just think that they are the better team. We're going to see them and we're going to see them win the championship yeah. on Monday night, mm-hmm. but uh, definitely nowhere, nowhere near comfortable enough uh, with that four and a half as it stands right now to, to really want to bet on Kansas, other than the fact that it's the national championship game. And like you said, you want to have a little bit of fun with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I really think this matchup's fascinating. fascinating. Um, like I said, obviously Baycott's health is the biggest issue, but like leaky black is someone that can can they can put on a Baji and, and kind of have a, you know, <clears throat> He's a, he's a good defender and maybe slow abaji down. I know Abaji's kind of had an up-and-down tournament. But, like, again, two Blue Bloods, two fantastic teams. North Carolina, if you throw out their first half of the year, they're probably ranked in the top ten on, you know, Ken Palm and everything. So yep. this is, again, what you what you want. <laughs> It'd be a little bit easier if, if North Carolina was a little bit deeper. But um, there's also the factor – I don't want to say – like, do you think there's a motivation letdown? I've seen a lot of people say this. Like, there's no way they come no out. No way. And
0: I'm sitting there like it's a national championship. It's, game. I was gonna
1: say it's a national title <laughs> game. Like, I could maybe see it if it was like the ACC tournament championship game. I could maybe be yes, talked into that because like you're already uh-huh. in the tournament. You know, uh-huh. it's it's there's it's not a do or die thing. But this is the
0: yeah. I, this I, is the do or die game. I don't want to say it's hindsight. <laughs> right.
1: This game is bigger. Like, or sorry, if North Carolina wins, maybe the the Duke game is seen as bigger than the Kansas game but like
0: sort of like the miracle on ice exa- yeah
1: it, it'll be the <laughs> st- I, I i that will be exactly what happens if north carolina wins <laughs> yeah. tomorrow um <clears throat> th- nobody will remember this Kansas game like unless there's like a buzzer yeah. beater or something but every- honestly i i think it could still be overlooked if you have like a Villanova UNC type of game from 2016 and north carolina hits a buzzer uh-huh. beater it'll just go back to because of how like great that game was against duke and the storylines of it I, I, people will not remember this game if UNC wins. Like people, honestly, might not even remember Kansas winning the national title because <laughs> UNC beat uh, Coach K in his final game in the Final Four. So, uh, I've seen a lot of people going that narrative angle. I think it's crap too. Like, yeah, there's just no way a team is down going into the national title game. Yeah. Like, this is literally the biggest game of every single player in this in this game, the yes. biggest game of their lives. I don't care if the Duke UNC game it this one's bigger. In hindsight, if North Carolina wins, maybe the Duke game is bigger. Like you can mm-hmm. you can switch them, but there's just no way there's a letdown here.
0: No <laughs> way, absolutely not. And this whole tournament has not been a letdown. It was three weeks ago to the day that you and I were getting together uh, on Selection Sunday to break down the bracket and start this whole path to the national championship game. And now here we are three weeks after that talking about Kansas and North Carolina in the national championship. It's been a pleasure, Austin. This is a ton of fun. uh, And here we are, Kansas, North Carolina, national championship game. Really, what more could you ask for?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, I I said, uh, I think before our final four, uh, before leading up to last week, I said a couple times, like I wish there was at least one Cinderella Uh, That made it through, but um, no, the blue bloods, (laughs) like these are, these are the best teams in college basketball. Like Mm -hmm. I I like it when the best teams are are there. I don't like it when like a a team just gets kind of lucky or or something, but this is two of the best teams definitely right now in college basketball. North Carolina has been playing great. Kansas has been great all year. This is, this is what you want. Outside of maybe a Duke-UNC national championship.
0: <laughs> this is exactly what you want. So very happy that it is what we are getting. Thank you so much to all of you who have been on this ride with us during the NCAA tournament here on Best on the Board. It's been a pleasure for us to, to break down everything going back to the first four in those first couple of days all the way up. To this kansas north carolina national championship game it's our last 2022 ncaa tournament episode of best on the board so thanks so much to all of you for being out there for austin i'm michael Feller. one more time for the national championship we say good luck and happy betting we'll talk to you soon